Abhyas invites Anugraha. Even the ceaseless practice of no practice is not sufficient for liberation. But what it accomplishes is the invocation of God's grace. And when the Supreme Lord observes the purity of intention, of yearning, of practice, of willingness to transcend the grace of being ascended into the fullness of God consciousness is mercifully given. It is grace that ends the journey, not effort. And the grace is what ends the illusion that anyone ever made effort. The Satyogi enters the vortex of silence. Through renouncing the sin of labeling. It is labeling, labeling the self, labeling the other, labeling conditions, labeling phenomena with some agenda of like or dislike, good or bad. This kind of labeling that occurs in the mind petrifies the consciousness so that it becomes filled with those objectifications that have been produced by the labels. And the consciousness through that act of profane limitation has condemned itself to living in its own labeled hell realm. By renouncing the tendency to label, one decollapses the quantum wave function and enables the energies that were bound by the labeling to be liberated.
The primordial label, of course, is the I-thought itself. And that thought is a complex, not a single word. Because once the ego has been installed with all of the labels that it has accumulated over a lifetime, labels that were imposed and projected into one's consciousness, labels that one created to defend against projections of others, labels that were based on anger and vengeance, jealousy and envy, fear and desire. All of those labels come up with the I-thought and they are distributed through the structure of the ego in all of its three levels of conscious, unconscious and the sensor that determines which of those labeled elements will control at a given moment, one's conscious ability to perceive. And so because of the already accumulated labels, there are superego voices, there are ego fragments with their petrified desires, their obsolete intentions and agendas and all of the subconscious fantasy structures that were repressed once they were labeled because they were forbidden to be known but not forbidden to act. And so the labels themselves take on an autonomous function of producing a paradigm of perception that captures the mind within the illusion of Maya. And by freeing the consciousness from believing in the labels or entertaining in labeling the mind is enabled to let go of what has been produced by the labels which are attachments and repulsions and identifications that prevent the serene, peaceful release of all defensiveness against the labels and against the fear of being labeled by another. Meditation is that act of self-liberation from the sin of labeling. which enables the entry into the vortex.
and the mind, the big mind, the unlabeled mind, recognizes that there is no world, there are only labels that produce the illusion of a world. The conscious mind of the ego won't believe that. It believes that first there is a world and then there are labels put on the objects in that world. It is actually the reverse. And once that is recognized, one understands that one's freedom depends upon releasing all of the labels that have been accumulated and remain in the subconscious layers of the ego, which can only be annihilated through the elimination of the I-thought itself, which it, it, deserve, it dissolves all of the remaining traces of those past labels that produce phenomenal situations and events in accord with the projected energy of those labels that have bound one's experience into particular forms that repeat the essential affective scenarios that were created with the initial labeling process. And so once it is understood that the phenomenal world is a product of language, and that there is no need to label the real because the real speaks for itself. And the real is not multiple, but unitive. Then that phenomenal plane that is released from all labels becomes released from its phenomenality as well. It becomes released from any sense of being a self-standing world outside of consciousness and is recognized as the halo that consciousness produces a luminous field of intelligent, creative presence. And it releases all of the inherent, infinite potentiality that had been bound up and limited by the labeling of the other. And every labeling of another being as a certain type of being or having a certain relationship to one is an act of aggression toward that being. 
because one's thoughts that label another being are attempts to control and to limit and to deny the infinite reality of that being. And because there is only one real being, it is an act of aggression against God, which means against the self, which means a denial of grace. And so grace cannot be invited until the labeling process has been renounced as a sin against the self. And in the silence of unlabeled, released energies that return to their infinite, pristine nature, the miraculous again becomes the realm that emerges and is revealed as the reality in which you abide. And once the labeling of individuals and of phenomena has been released, a sufficient amount of power is created that enables the release of the subtler level of labeling of space and time. Until noumenal and phenomenal again are realized as one. And this forever frees the consciousness from karma from ever having to return into another illusory, limited, labeled form. And one realizes when one has achieved this freedom from labeling, that it is the label that is the karma that produces the need to reincarnate in order to free oneself from the label that has produced the illusion of incarnation itself. And it is this freedom from having any label of the self that enables the infinite creative intelligence to flow without obstruction. The label is the only obstruction that ever needed to be removed.
And once there is no label and no need to believe in labels, then the plane of representation itself is transcended. And there is a complete and total return to the real, the supreme real. That consciousness never truly left, but was excluded by the acceptance of a label, a name, to which attached a form and a biography and a narrative and a destiny. And consciousness is free of all of that through the simple act of silencing the labeling tendency of consciousness. It is this that opens the mind to the level of God consciousness that knows without thought, that is without any labeling being required. The supreme consciousness is all but is not separate from all, so that there is no thing to be labeled and no one to offer any labels. There is no duality. This is the truth. And once this truth is recognized, the tendency to create delusion will disappear by itself. Now the question may be asked, how do we live in a world without labels? Everyone needs to be called by a name. Things need to be planned and there need to be concepts and labels in the phenomenal plane. But if one recognizes that these are conventions and that they have no reality and that no labels are anything but temporary ways of relating to form without identifying any qualities that would limit that form's ability to achieve its own complete metamorphosis and its absolute evolutionary fulfillment. If we grant the freedom to every being 
through recognizing that every name refers only to that divine freedom, to that infinite beauty and power of being that transcends any label, any description, any limitation, then we are offering the only gift that can be given to the world. so that those beings who have been freed from any projective labeling can know within that inconceivable and unlabelable presence that is the God-Self who abides as the blissful, luminous love. that freely grants that same recognition to all.